Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1130, air date October 14th, 2022. Good morning, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Let me put up our banner that we always do. But uh, today we're going to be talking about Follow the Gas and Money, How U.S. Oligarchs Profit from Russian, Russia and Ukraine War. That's going to be talking about today. So again, this is Dr. Shiva Iduray. Today's talk is going to be follow the gas and money. Good uh, morning, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Iduray. Many of you know I've been traveling all across the Midwest and uh, coming back to Boston. It's been a wonderful trip. But what I wanted to talk to everyone about today is um, really um, giving people a deep appreciation for how everyone is actually being screwed. And what, what I mean by that is the working people of the United States, the working people of Russia, the working people of Ukraine, the working people of Europe, by essentially a plan that was laid out by U.S. oligarchs starting back in 2013. And it's really important for people to really start connecting the dots to understand how all of this works, or otherwise people are essentially um, being kept in the dark in a very profound way, particularly by the US news media, which has no interest in educating anyone on anything except making sure that people are distracted. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna talk about, um, there's a number of videos, as many of you know, I've done on what's going on with uh, Russia and Ukraine. And, but this video is really gonna connect all of it for you and educate you so you can become your um, your own gurus and your own teacher so you can go educate people in the community. And the analysis, as many of you know, is I always take a systems approach. And that systems approach interconnects, in this case, history. It interconnects the actual data, which is out there. So it's the, and you look at the data from a number of different ways. And then it interconnects what's happening right now. It interconnects politics and economics. So it's a multi-dimensional approach. And that approach is what's needed. Now to do that, you can't just do it overnight. Um, you know, I didn't do a vi uh, videos the last couple of days because you have to do the research and you have to spend time thinking about it. Um, the news cycles today, there are no real journalists anymore. No one digs deep anymore because they have no interest in telling the truth. What they have an interest in doing is to make sure that all of you are essentially divided either left or right, or you say to hell with it, you become complacent, and you say, I don't wanna do anything, I just wanna live off the grid and take care of my family, and that's about it. And then, or people are motivated to do desperate acts of um, craziness, you know? And each one of those, whether it's doing crazy stuff in desperation, whether it's being left or right, or whether it's being in, you know, in complacency, those in power really like any one of those because you basically are not taking any responsibility for yourself. You don't have self-respect and you don't attempt to really figure out what things are going on. So today what we're going to do is I want to really encourage all of you to um, have that self-respect and recognize that there are some very profound ways that you can actually understand uh, what's actually going on. So we're going to talk about that, but I'm going to really use this as a way to really um, share with everyone what's actually going on. So let me go over to the slide set today. Those of you who are joining new, um, and some of you may know that um, we have a 
uh, or you may not know, we have a website you can go to called vashiva.com. At vashiva.com, you can understand the range of things that um, our movement solutions it offers. You know, and, and this has been something personal to me. You know, back in the 70s, I invented the first email system. Our Truth, Freedom, and Health movement is one of our latest solutions. Plus, we have the solution Cytosol and System Self, which you can learn more about. But fundamentally, you know, when I go through this analysis with Russia and Ukraine, it should really get many of you not only angry, but recognize that um, once you see this systems analysis, and the common theme of most of the analysis I do is to educate all of you that it is working people uh, beyond left and right who are constantly being screwed. And the only way to win is for working people not to follow any of these parties on the left or right, not to get into these opportunist electoral processes or legalisms because they're all controlled. The only way history points that people can ever win is through a bottoms-up movement. And that bottoms-up movement, first of all, requires each of you to again, as I keep emphasizing, have self-respect and be accountable. But one of the things that our movement has contributed is the following. We've literally created an infrastructure called Truth, Freedom, and Health. It's a system. And the goal of this system is to make you smart. And I'll come back and talk about this more. Um, every um, Thursdays, we have an open house, which let me go through this. I invite all of you, you to come, not use all of you to come, every Thursday at 11 a.m., EST or at 8 p.m. Um, EST, and you can RSVP at VHU.com. I'll come back to talking more about the movement, but I want to let you know that um, in spite of all the stuff I'm going to share today, there's actually a solution, all right? So let's jump, jump right into it. What is what is the reality of what's going on between um, the events that we're seeing out there? Well, I've queued up a bunch of sites that I want to uh, walk you through because there's some a lot of good information out here when you're able to connect the dots. So let me let me go right to it. So um, some of you may know there's a woman called Condoleezza Rice. Is there anyone know who she is? Condoleezza Rice. So I'm going to tie a bunch of videos together. It's going to be a summary, but it's also going to be an expansion. So let's begin with who is Condoleezza Rice. Okay. Let's see if, how many people know who Condoleezza Rice is. Okay. Let's see. Uh, okay. So who's Condoleezza Rice? Well, let's go and look who Condoleezza Rice is. Well, Condoleezza Rice, here's a picture of her. And this is a talk that I want to review that she gave in 2013 to the, uh, uh, an interesting organization called the Edison Electric Institute, EEI. And she was speaking to about a thousand utility executives. Okay. This is in 2013. And these utility executives, yeah, so Israel said Bush administration, right. Um, what Condoleezza Rice also was, uh, Israel, was she was also the director on the board of Chevron, one of the largest oil companies in the world. So in 2013, she was giving this talk. And um, in this talk, she basically lays out the plan of the U.S. oil oligarchs. If you want to that, the term oligarch should be used broadly, not only to re refer to uh, people in in um, Russia, because it creates basically Russia phobia, because there are oligarchs not only in Russia, but also in the United States, for that matter, everywhere. And basically what Condoleezza Rice said in this talk is she said that Russia and Vladimir Putin 
pose a threat to U.S. oligarchic interests, right? And remember, Condoleezza Rice was the Secretary of State and she was on the board of Chevron. Yeah, someone says rattlesnakes view uh, Condoleezza Rice bitch from hell. Yeah, you can view it probably that way. Um, and this is what she said at this talk. She goes, we want to change the structure of energy dependence in Europe. I'll repeat that. We, not representing working people, representing the U.S. oil and gas oligarchs. Yeah, uh, the Bush family stooge, exactly. And she says, we want to change the structure of energy dependence in Europe. Again, this is in 2013. She goes, we want to have pipelines that don't go through Russia, or for that matter, Ukraine. For years, we've wanted the Europe to be interested in pipeline routes. It's time to do that. Basically, U.S. pipeline routes. And she, and then she goes on to critique Vladimir Putin. She goes, fully 80% of the economy, which is Russia's economy, is oil and gas and minerals. She said, and Vladimir Putin is ahead of the syndicate. So she's calling him a mafia syndicate, but yet she works for the Bushes, okay? And then she goes on to relate a story of a dinner she attended, again, at this meeting, with the deputy minister of Russia. And she noted to this deputy minister of Russia, she's telling him, oh, you know, I was once on the board of Chevron, but now uh, I'm the Secretary of State. And so she's basically saying, oh, see, that was before, but now I'm in the Secretary of State. Now the Deputy Minister of Russia tells her, hey, I'm the director of Gazprom, that pipeline that likely US and NATO or Britain MI6 blew up. And, uh, and he's also a Deputy Minister. So at least the Russians are being honest that they have this collusion between oligarchs and the government, because he, this guy's the head of Gazprom, and he's in the government. But the U.S. has this fictitious division that Condoleezza Rice one day served the oligarchs, and today she's forgotten about them. So it's nonsense. Anyway, so that was in 2013. So remember that date. So 2013, um, Condoleezza Rice laid out the essentially the architecture for the U.S. oligarchs, which is we're going to basically have to fuck up Russia, and Europe is way too dependent on Russian oil. We have to get, we meaning, not you and me, not the working people, the we that they're referring to as U.S. oil and gas oligarchs must create that dependency on Russia, uh, from Europe. Everyone clear? All right. Let me repeat that again. Condoleezza Rice, a systems person, laid out the architecture that the United States must ensure that it has, that Europe becomes a dependent addict of U.S. oligarchs, oil and gas. I'm not even going to say U.S. anymore, U.S. oligarchs, oil and gas. She laid it out, okay, in that talk. And then if you see from that point on, that point on to this point today, and I'm going to share with you um, some new, new research, is that if you look at some of the previous videos I shared between that point, 2013, to today at a broad level, how under Obama, including John McCain, you see it's left and right, Republicans and Democrats, you're going to see again today, that the U.S. Republicans and Democrat oligarchs, representing the oligarchs, proceeded to have a coup take place in Ukraine to put in a neo-Nazi, okay, who is backed by the Azov Battalion, which you'll realize is a white supremacist racist group, which so-called even... It's amazing. Obama, who claims he's against racism, supported this group. And that and that pro-Azov, pro-neo-Nazi, pro 
U.S. anti-Russian guy gets installed in 2014, okay, by the forces of the United States government. It's all out there. You can go read about it. It's not even, it's, it's a joke to even consider this anything of, um, but the facts that you can read out there, okay? So that's what happened there. Starting from that point, the eastern part of Russia, which I've talked about before, where the U.S., Shell, Exxon, Chevron were trying to go in there and trying to get the uh, gas reserves, were shut out of there because Putin got wind of this. And in fact, in that eastern province of Ukraine is where a significant um, number of ethnic Russians are there who hate the fact of the coup that the United States did. All right? Yeah. Yeah. Obama is the actual racist. Good point, Mary. Um, so anyway, how did the, so, so what's happening right now? So you can go and look at those videos and you'll see how I've shared with you how the oil and gas interests are the ones who profited, uh, who engineered, um, this eight year conflict. But today, let me walk you through some of the recent data. Okay. So let's go over here. Let me go back over here. So everyone knows who Condoleezza Rice is. Now, this is a very interesting report. This is coming right out of the U.S. government. Let me show you this. Okay, so this is what you see right here. Let me go over here so you can, right. So what you see right here is right out of uh, U.S. Energies from EIA.gov. And what you see here is a graph. And this graph shows that Russia's natural gas pipeline exports to Europe declined to almost 40-year lows. What's it say? Remember, what was the goal of Condoleezza Rice to make sure Russia's gas and oil, Europe was no longer dependent on Russia oil and gas, and the United States created, had, uh, Europe became dependent on U.S. oligarchs oil and gas, all right? And so this just came out, um, you know, about 90, less than 90 days ago, and you can see that the U.S. NATO interests have achieved that. So you can see here, this is called 15, by the way, this is called uh, billions of cubic feet per day. So it's called BCF slash D. That's the units, okay? Billion cubic foot per day. So what you see here is during this period from 2016 all the way to around 2020, Russia's doing about 15, if you want 16, um, on average, um, uh, a billion uh, cubic feet of gas per day. That's how much they're sending to Europe. And boom, right here, you notice if you look at this period, if you sort of average that, it goes down to around 10, if you look at this period from 2020 to 2022, about 10 billion cubic feet of gas per day, all right? Now, what occurred during this period, right? That was a pandemic. So the pandemic, so Russia is doing 16 billion cubic feet of gas per day, dominating gas um, sending to Europe. Europe is dependent on Russia. And then boom, pandemic comes. And the amount of uh, Russia's uh, uh, export goes down significantly by nearly, if you look at from 16 down around 10, that's nearly about, uh, you know, 40% drop, right? Yeah, 40% drop, okay, from 16. So massive drop right there. And then boom, it goes down here to almost 2 billion. This is where we are right now. What happened? So this was normal operations. And then Right here is when you have the pandemic, and then right here you have the Ukraine-Russia war, all right? So basically, 40-year lows, okay? And if you go through this, you'll see each one 
of the declines by country. So Germany, boom, it drops right here, 2022, right? And again, you see the same thing in Slovakia and Poland. Everyone has dropped. So basically, the U.S. NATO forces have executed economically beautifully on making sure that Russia's gas to Europe has dropped significantly. Now, what does that do? Europe is desperate. Prices are shooting up. You talk to people running bakeries. Literally, people are spending for utilities. What they were spending $700 a month, now they're spending four dollars to $5,000 a month. No kidding. You can go do independent research. So Germany, which is a powerhouse of Europe, which Europe and the, which I'm sorry, England has always eyed on with, with, with massive envy because Germany really drives the entire European economy is now basically um, in desperation. And that was because you had the pandemic and we have to always wonder what this pandemic was. And now um, you have this Ukraine-Russia war. Uh, war. So basically the U.S. NATO forces have successfully made sure that Europe and the uh, Russia relations have been cut off, particularly economically the gas flow, right? So follow the gas and money, all right? All right. Now, look, concomitantly what's occurred here is so this, and by the way, this article says, to compensate for lower natural gas, pipeline exports from Russia, the EU and the UK have been importing record high volumes of liquefied natural gas this year, particularly from the United States. So that was Condoleezza Rice's goal, right? So you cut off the gas flow from Russia to Europe, particularly Germany, and then the United States says liquid natural gas, LNG. It's a technology where you liquefy natural gas and then you ship it to Europe, and then they, they're going to need more equipment to take the liquefied natural gas and make it into gas, right? So it's going to still cost higher, but the U.S., but essentially, as you look in this analysis, uh, this article that came out, right here's front page, Maritime Executive, U.S. becomes the largest LNG exporter in 2022, driven by European demand. So you see what happens? We start a war put in neo-Nazis so people get pissed off. You start a conflict. So the conflict was created to ensure economic interests. That's what people need to understand. It wasn't like this conflict just took place and genocide and people fighting for democracy. This is all the after narrative. The reality is this was engineered, okay? And what you see is, so now Russia's gas to Europe has significantly dropped. And boom, <clears throat> U.S. oligarchs are becoming the largest LNG. This is liquefied natural gas to, to in 2022, okay? So, and then you can even, in fact, go to the Financial Times, um, U.S. to boost gas exports to Germany under the deal. This is with the German uh, utility, okay? And the organization doing this is called an organization called Venture Global based out of, I think, D.C., all right? And we'll get to that. So basically what's happened is Germany, which was very dependent on Russia, has now, because the pipelines, you know, sabotage took place, you have the war, um, so Russia's not pumping gas. So Germany's like, I need gas. So guess what? The United States has become the biggest exporter of liquid natural gas just in 2022. All right? So what's really going on? All right. And you can see that right here. 
and uh, in this in this article, it's right in the Financial Times, and it just came out October 6th, okay, a few days ago. It's just hot off the press. The newest export of liquefied natural gas is signed a deal to increase exports to Germany, all right? Venture Global is this company. So who's Venture Global? So Venture Global um, announces an ENBW. ENBW is the German massive conglomerate utility company, expansion of LNG, all right? So you can read this article, but it really goes into the detail of one of the biggest U.S. companies now, Venture Global, essentially has gotten a massive contract to send the liquid natural gas to Europe, particularly Germany, okay? And guess what? When you do a little more research, again, it's incredible that the investigative journals who get paid to do this, um, you find out that, by the way, here's LNG, innovating to provide low-cost LNG to the world. And you can see they're located in all across the southern um, uh, belt here, Texas, you know, New Orleans in this area. So uh, Venture Global is a big producer of LNG. And obviously, if people did their own research, you'd find links to every congressman left and right in the United States. And guess what? When you do a little bit of research, you find out that this organization um, also, come back to Condoleezza Rice, Venture Global announces LNG sales and purchase agreements with Chevron, okay? So look at this. This was just done very, very recently, okay? So Venture Global announced the execution of two long-term sales and purchase agreements for the purchase of 2 million tons per annum of liquefied natural gas for 20 years under the agreements Chevron USA will purchase um, from, these are the different facilities that LNG has, if you, uh, sorry, um, these are the different facilities that Chevron has and Chevron is going to buy the LNG uh, natural gas, and I uh, I don't think it's a hop and a skip, a skip and a jump to realize that Chevron is the one who's going to be shipping that LNG to Europe. Everyone get it? This is what's really going on. So, and you can look at the data here. So now, when you go and look at the actual amount of what's going on here, go back to the government. You'll see. Look at U.S. Natural liquefied gas is around here, three, and look, it's, it's explosively grown, okay? It's gone from three to triple to about nine billion cubic feet per day. That's this graph right here. I hope everyone sees that. So if you take the average during this period, high, a little bit low, but if you, the average looks like right about there, three, now we're up at nine. So the United States export of liquid natural gas to Europe has gone by, grown by 300%. The stock market had a little bit of a rally yesterday, and it was because of these oil and gas stocks, okay? So think about broadly what's going on. The United States economy, they can print money, they can do what they want because the United States is a reserve currency. The United States is able to do that through war because a because the U.S. currency is no longer tied to oil, I mean, tied to uh, gold, it's more tied to oil, you see? So as long as the U.S. can have massive control of oil and gas exports and where that essentially controlling it, as we talk about power, profit, and control, the U.S. is in power. The U.S. oligarchs profit. Well, how do you get that profit? Well, you need war. You see, everyone understand that. So the reserve currency of the United States, the economy, the 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 superstructure of the U.S. Uh, predominance is directly related to us being a reserve currency so that's why they're able to print a lot of money right and get away with it 
because U.S. is a reserve currency. Well, how do you preserve that when the currency of the United States in 1970 was cut from gold, was more associated with the petrodollar starting in 1970, which means oil and gas. So the U.S. has to have a dominance in oil and gas, okay, in order to preserve that reserve currency status, which means they can print whatever, create inflation. You know, the, the, the U.S. oligarchs can take um, this printed money, give it to the banks, and then the banks um, uh, do artificial inflation of the stock market. All affects U.S. working people, by the way. I hope everyone's understanding, okay? Yeah, so Terrence Ball said U.S. wars of bonanza for the military-industrial complex. Not only for the military-industrial, it's a military-industrial academic complex. Okay, all three, all right? Um, but what's essential to understand here is that this has nothing to do with Ukraine, nothing to do with democracy, nothing to do with any of this stuff. It has to do with the fact that the U.S. reserve currency is maintained by the preeminence of of the U.S. able to control U.S. oil and gas, which can only happen through war. Does that make sense? So it is war, okay? It is war that drives the control of the U.S. oil gas uh, or the U.S. oil gas distribution networks. And that's what was happening here. Russia was becoming the new bully on the block, the new syndicate guy coming, and it was, it was impinging on the U.S. oligarchs. So they started this war. The wars benefited people a lot, particularly U.S. oligarchs. And you can see, just to review, if you go back and look at the data, the data is right in front of us. And it's really unfortunate no one in the news media does this, but you can see. So Russia oil and gas exports have plummeted. Looks like COVID also hurt Russia, right? All over Europe. So, And then right here, you can see how U.S. has gone up. U.S. oil, uh, I'm sorry, look. LNG, particularly to France, Spain, and now with this new agreement that we just talked about uh, with Venture Global, it's going to go for Germany. Okay. Now, let me wrap up the following. Uh, I have a very, very important point to wrap up, um, and that point has to do with this. Both Republicans and Democrats are part of this, and every time. Um, you don't think these politicians are part of it. They always have the not-so-obvious establishment versions pulling you back in. So on the left, they use AOC and Bernie Sanders. Well, that's gone its way. Then they use, on the right, Trump. Now they're bringing up Tulsi Gabbard, and I predicted this. Tulsi Gabbard was part of the Council for Foreign Relations. Tulsi Gabbard you know, was one of the leaders uh, nominated by Charles Schwab. She's part of the elites. So she gets up there, and she gets a lot of publicity. Whenever someone gets publicity by the mainstream media, you have to ask why. Because if you're truly a threat to the establishment, the mainstream media not only character assassinates you, but does something even more vicious. They make you invisible. It was our movement. All the work that we did was made invisible by the mainstream media. In 2020, we exposed that the unholy alliance between government and big tech. Now, Tulsi Gabbard talks about that. Well, it's fucking useless to Tulsi. Where were you back in 2020? And now she's with Sucker Carlson talking about this. You see, so the elites always pick up populism, not because they ever care about changing it. They always do it much later, but to keep people saying, oh, maybe Tulsi will save the world. Maybe Trump will do it. Maybe Obama. You see, they always have someone in waiting, like they have someone on deck to say the right things 
friend of mine just said something interesting. The Republicans and the populists say the right things, but they never do anything. That's the Tulsi Gabbard, okay? All right. Now, the epitome of this is, yes, Michael, thank you very much. Uh, Zelensky is funded by Nazi George Soros. Now, we know in 2014, Obama and McCain were instrumental in putting in neo-Nazis to run Ukraine, which were pro-U.S., anti-Russian. That's what pissed off the ethnic Russians on the East. Well, guess what? Less than 90 days ago, both wings, both wings, Republicans and Democrats, had those Azov leaders at, at uh, Congress. And let me show you those pictures. And no news media reported on it. But let me begin, first of all, by talking about um, the, uh, where is this here? Yeah. Is this here? Yeah. Uh, I had it here. Where did it go? Um, yeah. So here, here are the um, ASOF battalion people. Literally, this is an article that came out which says congressional leaders of both parties welcome members of the neo-Nazi ASOF battalion to Washington. So you can literally see pictures. This is just in September. Here's Kevin McCarthy, right? Here's left and right members of Congress meeting with the leaders of the Azov Battalion. This is a right wing, right? This is one of the leaders right here, okay? Um, and this guy's name is, uh, let me bring up his name. It's, uh, yeah, Georgi Kupar Shivli, okay? I can't pronounce it right. But here he's meeting with Dan Crenshaw. This is on the left and the right. Okay, he's meeting with uh, uh, Rick Scott. He's meeting with Democrats here. Uh, and here's Adam Schiff meeting with them. But this just occurred a couple of months ago in September. All right, and you can see this. So the Azov Battalion who is who even the New York Times, let me bring this up. The New York Times in March of 2019 said on his flag, they're referring to one of the Azov Battalion guys, because three years ago, describing the Australian white supremacist charged with massacring 49 people in New Zealand, the New York Times wrote, on his flak jacket was a symbol commonly used by... Hold on one second, everyone. I got to let someone in. Hello, who is it? Come later. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, everyone, housekeeping came. But um, what this says is, uh, in the New York Times reported, quote, honest flak jacket was a symbol commonly used by the Azov Battalion, a Ukrainian neo-Nazi paramilitary organization, okay? So in 2019, the United States is critiquing the Azov Battalion as a neo-Nazi group. And then, literally October 4, 2022, Completely different attitudes. This commanders of Ukraine celebrated Azov Battalion. This is the New York Times. Have held an emotional reunion with their families in Turkey. Ukrainian officials said honoring the fighters released from the Russian confinement last month as a part of the largest prisoner swap. But they use the word, this, this writer saying celebrate is an odd word to describe a group whose founded urge Ukraine to, quote, lead the white race of the world in a final crusade against Semite-led, undermentioned subhumans. Okay? So... The New York Times, which claims they're anti-Semitic, 
right? On the one day is critiquing the Azov Battalion. On the next day, they're calling them celebrated, okay? And if you and you have Congress literally meeting with all these people because the Azov Battalion leaders, as this um, as um, this analysis shows, was here on a delegation visit to beef up their PR campaign. So let me sort of summarize all of this. From all the data in front of you, when you do the systems analysis, pretty clear U.S. and NATO serve the interests of U.S. oil and gas oligarchs, okay? They serve that interest because the U.S. oil and gas industry is the preeminence of that is what, or the control of that. Sometimes you have to control the Saudis. The control of that is what ensures that the U.S. can be the reserve currency, which means they can print as much money as they want. In order to do that, they have to, they need war. War is a weaponry of control. And that's what we're seeing here. 2013 to today, a war was created. So it's hurt the Ukrainian people. It's hurt the Russian people. And if you look at what's happening, we're exporting, the United States is exporting gas to Europe, which means a price is going to go up. Who does that affect? It affects the American working people. So you're screwing over the American working people. Liquefied natural gas requires more uh, energy to convert back to gas when it hits Europe. So you're affecting the European working people. You're obviously definitely screwing the Russian working people and the Ukrainian working people. So at the end of the day, working people are getting screwed. Who's making all the money? The U.S. oligarchs. Okay? That's what I wanted to share with you. Now, I want to encourage all of you to recognize this systems approach is what the Truth, Freedom, and Health movement is, is does. And I want all of you to go to truthfreedomandhealth.com, contribute, and I'll, I just want to play a quick video, and I want to come back and wrap up to let all of you, educate all of you, why the only way out of this is for you to become an agent of change and talk, start taking a systems approach to see how the world operates. Now, how are you going to do that? Well, most of you don't have time to uh, go to the elite institutions. They have a lot of barriers to entry. I was fortunate to go to the elite institutions, learn this stuff, but I didn't keep it to myself. I've organized that curriculum so all of you can become systems thinkers. It's the only way out of this. There's no other way out of this but you becoming an agent of change. I will keep doing these videos to provide you systems analysis, but the goal is to really inspire you. So I'm going to play a quick video that will hopefully inspire you a little bit more, and then we're going to come back, and I'm going to walk you through what is truth, freedom, and health. And I want all of you not only to contribute to what we're doing, because it takes a lot to put all this together, but we have a huge network now, three, over 360,000 people like you. So let me just play a quick video, and I'll come right back. Don't leave. We'll be right back. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within, and the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to, and we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left-wing, right-wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand 
Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. We wow. got to train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own quote unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to bashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. Now, the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor, A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. 
but we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. All right, everyone. So I hope that video was helpful. You know, I always played that, but let me summarize what we just discussed. What we discussed here is that the U.S. oligarchs, when you connect the dots, architected the war in Ukraine and Russia. This war has devastated, is devastating working people, whether you, whether working people in the United States, whether you're in Ukraine, whether you're in Russia, whether you're in Europe, uh, et cetera, or in the Scandinavian countries. And just look at the data. The working people's gas prices are shooting up, inflation shooting up, prices shooting up. The elites, you know, they have enough money. And if you're really, really destitute, you're going to get some support, okay? But it's the middle working class people who are actually working, trying to make ends meet. They're the ones who are going to get screwed. Who is profiting from this? Well, oligarchs. Who are these oligarchs? Are they all in Russia? No, the U.S. has oligarchs. And what we just reviewed is that the oligarchs have leaders who think for them. They also outsource their thinking to people like Condoleezza Rice, uh, Kissinger, the people at Harvard and MIT and Yale, all right? Guys like me were supposed to be advisors to the oligarchs. Well, I betrayed that. And I used my knowledge of engineering and the system science I learned to put together um, curricula and knowledge. That's what we do in these videos. So all of you can also become your own advisors, your own gurus. That infrastructure is the Truth, Freedom, and Health movement. So I promise you, as a follow-up to that video, that what is the solution to all this? The solution is you can feel, oh, my God, I can't do anything. The world sucks. You know, we're slaves. Oh, they're going to depopulate us, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you can hear all of it, right? And that kind of thinking is a desperate thinking. And that doesn't get you anywhere. What we do here on these videos is not only do we point out the systems approach to the problem, so you can see both left and right are involved in this. Both left and right have had the Azov battalion leaders at, at, in Congress, and both left and right are profiting from this war. So what's the way out? Well, the way out is you. And unfortunately, everyday people can't get access to the knowledge. So we've organized that in a, in a nice way. So it's easy for people. So that's truth, freedom, and health. Our slogan is get educated or be enslaved. And it says a man who invented email now delivers a truth, freedom, and health system to make you street smart. So truth, freedom, and health is a system that's going to help you think beyond left and right, pro and anti, like we just did in this video. And one of the important things to understand is you're not alone. There, we have a global community now of over 360,000 people in 95 countries. And I invite everyone here to come to our open house that we have every week we have one uh we just did one this thursday but come next thursday and you'll see that the open houses are wonderful because you get to meet um some incredible people all right so in these open houses i think i've gone through this um the open houses take place every thursday at 11 a.m and 8 p.m edt and use rsvp at bashiva.com slash orientation all right so that's the first next step everyone can do Going back, the second next step I want people to do is you can, if you don't want to, um, you know, study, 
you can contribute to our movement. Just click on the contribute and contribute whatever you want. And I'll show you, we, when you contribute, we'll give you gifts. But one of the important things is go through and look at these stories of transformation. You'll see people from all different backgrounds, just like you, who are taking control of their lives, who are going beyond this cycle of what I call, let me go over here, um, of this cycle of being in the left and right or desperate or complacent. You see the establishment gives you ignorance, which leads you to illusion and confusion, and you end up in one of these three areas, divided left or right, or become complacent or desperate. And the Truth for the Health movement gives you knowledge, and that knowledge is different than information. It is teaching you the science of systems. So you get wisdom, you get clarity, and you become your own guru, okay? So you get to start organizing yourselves and others. You get active, you get innovative, you start unleashing solutions. And in order to do that, we've created tools. And all of these tools are right here. You get the class, the foundation systems, you get textbooks, you get a tool called Your Body, Your System, which will educate you how your body is a system. You can use it to get better health. You'll get access to lots and lots of knowledge how food is a system, special lectures. You'll also get to teach others. We want you to learn, teach, and serve. You get access to a community, uh, uh, myself, and, and more intimate conversations. Um, we have on-the-ground activism tools, plus a variety of tools that we've created for you so you can communicate independent of big tech. Um, thank you, Online Call. Thank you, your priceless, for choosing the site of good. Stay alive and healthy. We'll do. So that's what I want to offer you. So we'll do the systems analysis, pointing out the problem. There's a lot of people who are just talking about the problem and cha-ching, 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 making money off of it. We not only want to look at the real problem, but look at what the real solution and the real solution is you. So I recommend all of you today contribute to the research that we do, contribute to yourselves. And remember, when you contribute, you get access to lot, lots and lots of gifts. Um, it's hard for me to ask you for anything without returning. So if you, for example, click the contribute button, you'll see that you can contribute nothing. We still give you lots of gifts. You can contribute 25. You get lots and lots of different gifts here. Uh, you can contribute uh, as a warrior scholar, and you get tons of software tools that enables you to become your own guru, to become an activist on the ground. Anyway, everyone, this is Dr. Shiva. I'll be heading back to Boston shortly. We've been on the road traveling through the Midwest. I'll probably give you an analysis of how that's gone. But I will uh, wish all of you well. Uh, be the light, be well. And again, recognize that it is the U.S. oligarchs which are making billions of billions off this war and subjugating working people in the United States, Europe, Ukraine, and Russia. They profit, you don't. It's time to get organized. Workers Unite, Truth, Freedom, and Health. Thank you. Be well.